mom came into the room and she's like, look at my phone. And then I couldn't see it. So I had to look at mine. I'm like, oh, I can't bet against Tom Brady. I have the Bucks winning 31 to 27 and Tom Brady going to his 10th championship. Yeah. And I really think the Clippers chance to win the championship was last year. And they were up 3-1 against the Denver Nuggets. Chris Paul is one of the most underrated players of all time. He's been the best player wherever he goes, and that includes with the Rockets. You said you can't bet against Tom Brady, and as a Cowboys fan and what I just did last weekend, I am not going to bet against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Connor McDavid, Leon Draudsteidel. I mean, that's all I can really say. Uh, There's two of the top five players in the league, and they're, they are very, very good. Hello, I'm Taylor Hearn, and you listen to The Outsider's Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NFL slash college football playoffs. Um, what, what an exciting semifinal games um, that we saw. Austin, uh, Michigan, Alabama was great. And um, Texas and Washington was shocking. Um, just the way things shook out for Texas and they couldn't capitalize. But um, I think the number, this is like prospects. The number one guy that's probably shown across or has skyrocketed, is Michael Penix Jr. Um, he was just fantastic in that semifinal game. Uh, the throws were impressive. The one that stands out to me um, was uh, the one over the shoulder, and it just slipped in between the defender and into so the receiver's Roma hands. And, uh, I know I, I took a little... Huh? Yeah, it may, it may have been the post route. It was a deep throw. yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, and of course I forgot to uh, the Washington fan I know, Austin. I don't know if I'm a Washington fan. I do like Michael Penix Jr. and Roma Dunze and Jalen McMillan and Jalen Polk, uh, three NFL level receivers and NFL level QB. They will all four get drafted. I I do have to say though, Michigan also has some guys that will get drafted, and I am interested. How much does a win here for either team impact the draft boards, especially if they have a big game? Because I know that uh, for both teams, this game could really make them or lose them a lot of draft stock. Yeah, and uh, another draft stock for Washington is the offensive line for me. I know Troy um, Fionu, I believe he's the left tackle uh, for Washington is yeah Troy Fatanu is a guy that could go in the first round there are also other linemen that could be drafted so that could be it because of Michigan's pass rush we saw what they did to Bama um and then I another thing that I could say we could wait till later on is um wait okay I'll save that for later um JJ McCarthy I think could skyrocket I think Phoenix is um very is very set on where he's going to go. He could go higher on if he performs again, but I think it's pretty, it's a good idea that he'll go in the first round, mid first round, top 10, we could see. Um, but I don't know how JJ McCarthy is looked at by NFL scouts, but if he has a big game, maybe he starts skyrocketing. That's a guy I can see. Yeah. And I do have to wonder what is the cap on these guys? So if, J.J. McCarthy throws for 500 yards and breaks the record for the most yards ever thrown in a college football playoff game, breaking Joe Burrow's 493. Is he now a first-round pick? If Michael Penix 
goes does another amazing game and they win does he go into the top 10 what what are your thoughts on either of those happening yeah i think um Penix uh could be i think he's definitely first round if he continues to play well we could see him go top 10 he could be the third quarterback off the board i wonder if a team looks like because who's the other third quarterback Jaden Daniels, the Heisman winner. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, is I see a lot of mock drafts having three QBs go one, two, three. Yeah, I know. We'll talk about that in the future. I'm not a huge fan of Drake May, but also Penix because of his age. I'm not a huge fan of J.J. McCarthy. Maybe he's out of the first round right now. I think Penix is first round. Does he go from late to first? Or go from late to mid or top ten? We'll have to see. Um, and I'm also curious, are there going to be some late round picks in this? Like, I think of Blake Corum. You mentioned Polk. That's a guy. Polk may go first round. Um, I could totally be wrong on this, but I don't know if that's a guy where I could see the Chiefs getting him in the second round. Yeah, Polk, a lot of drafts have him in the third round, I believe. Him... I think that McMillan, Polk, and Adunze. Adunze should be, I think I've said it multiple times amongst friends for multiple weeks now, for eight weeks now at least, that Adunze is the best college uh, uh, receiver in the country over Marvin Harrison Jr. And that's no knock on Marvin Harrison Jr. I just truly believe Roma Adunze is that good. And I would take Adunze over Harrison. Now, will teams do that? Almost certainly no. But I, he had another 100-yard game in a game that mattered. He did. He had two 100-yard games against Oregon during the regular season, and I could see him moving into the top five, being the second wide receiver off the board if Jaden Daniels falls and there's a, probably a lineman in there too. But uh, for Polk or McMillan, I think either of them could become first-round candidates or late, early to late second round as well if they have another big game. Both of those guys caught touchdown passes and were dynamic. Polk especially, having that 77-yard catch, making guys miss, and getting all the way to the two- or one-yard line. Uh, I, I could definitely see it. And another big game. Another – it proves that it wasn't a fluke for those guys, especially that Adunze's done it so many times this year, and he only has over 1,500 yards and so many touchdowns, that if he has another big game, it's not going to move the needle as much. And even if he has a okay game or even a bad game, I don't think it really moves the needle because he's done it in every game before against the toughest opponents. But for McMillan or Polk, if they have another great game against one of the best defenses in the country, I do think it could skyrocket either or both into mainstream picks, like huge picks. Especially, if, uh, like you mentioned, the Chiefs. It wouldn't shock me, especially McMillan, who's more of a speedster guy. Polk is fast. He's not as fast as McMillan, but McMillan got hurt earlier in the year, and that's why he didn't reach 1,000 this year. But he did have 1,000 last year. Polk didn't. But Polk this year has 1,000. They're both... All three of them are amazing receivers, and it, I, I, I'm i interested. There's a lot of teams that need another wide receiver. I don't know about you, Kevin, but it seems like there is a – there's a lot, still a level of great wide receiver talent at the very top, but it seems like the middle is has really been separated. It, it, there is no that, – that, how do I how do I put this? The uh, – what is it called – the, the middle income wide receiver doesn't exist. Oh, middle class. Yeah, the middle class. There you go. 
there is, I don't think there's a middle class of wide receiver at the moment. There may be, maybe upper middle class. Sure. There's some upper middle class. Who would be the upper middle class? Rasheed Rice. I don't think he's upper class. I don't know if he's, well, I guess he is middle because what's your, what's your, uh, poor, poor class. Kadarius Tony. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Now I understand what you're saying. Um, yeah, Kadarius Tony. There, there's a there's a a lot of those guys, and I, maybe maybe I'm being a little bit harsh, but I do think it maybe it's, it's at least Claypool. let me put it this way, it's at least shrunk. The middle yes. class has shrunk significantly in the wide receiver pool, and this being, I'm gonna say right now, this is going to be the best wide receiver class of all time. There okay. is so many wide receiver classes, uh, wide receivers here between Keon Coleman, Malik Neighbors. Roma Dunze, Marvin Harrison Jr., Xavier Worthy, Adonai Mitchell, uh, and so many players. There's there's great receivers that aren't going to the draft, like the other McMillan that goes to Arizona or Luton Burden the third, who isn't third. going to the draft this year. And this is uh, I you will see this again. I, I'm sure this will be in an intro in the future, but this is the greatest wide receiver class of all time. And the Chiefs have to hit, a lot of teams have to hit because this is the year. Yeah, and I think Odunze is pretty set. Um, first round, second, maybe first. I, I forgot about Keon Coleman, but he's one of the first wide receivers taken off the board. Um, yeah, I was thinking. Uh, you mentioned McMillan, Polk. Those are guys where I could see like, like kind of T Higgins, where he's with um, Bengals, and they're like, "How's this guy a second round pick?" Um, even though he's the first guy in the second round drafted. But that that's what sticks out to me. It's a great point. And there's a lot of guys across college football. The guy for Oregon's really good. Let me figure out his name while you talk about it. But there's so many good wide receivers. Yeah, and defensively is, I think, Michigan. Um, if you're thinking of corners, um, if there's a big corner that comes up. Um, but to me, Blake Corum is also, like, how well does he do? If he just dominates, does he go into the first round? Or is he taken high like we saw Jameer Gibbs and Bijan selected in the past draft? Do we see yeah, guys and draft him high? Oregon, yeah, they had Troy Franklin. That's his name. He had 1,383 yards and 14 touchdowns. They also had Tez Johnson, who's another good wide receiver, right over 1,000 yards. There's just so many great wide receivers. Like, this is the year for me. If you're going to go for a wide receiver, like if Aaron Rodgers was still at the with the Packers, I know we have so many young receivers and we're not going to take another one most likely because we just need Christian Watson to get healthy and other stuff to happen. But this is the year for a team that needs another guy. This is where you get them. And like you mentioned, running backs, Blake Corum, Dylan Johnson for Washington is really good. I know he he's expected yeah. to play, even though he did hurt his foot at the end of the Texas game, he is expected to play. And his stock, if he has a 100-yard game against the best rushing defense or close to the best rushing defense in the country, that that is huge for your stock, especially while hurt, while not 100% having a game like that to prove that you can fight through those injuries would be huge. And now we've talked about the players. This is what I wanted to talk about. To me, I think a big question is if Michigan wins, even if Michigan loses, do we see Jim Harbaugh go back to the NFL? Yes. I think that okay. the, especially if they win, because I think he wants to get out of there where there's still like, oh, Jim Harbaugh was such a good ho- coach before the other sign scandal stuff happens and there's concern there. I, I do think so. 
Yeah, and we've seen him go from coaching um, college very well um, because I believe he coached Stanford. at Stanford. Stanford. Um, with Andrew Luck, Richard Sherman. Then he went to the Niners um, where they went to the Super Bowl. He lost the Super Bowl to his brother. And that's – so I think this is a big game for him. Just like does he – like there were rumors to the Bears. Does he go to uh, the Chargers? Um, take that team. What and how big does the payday get? Um, depending on if he wins, because I think if he wins, he's for sure gone. Because what else could he do at Michigan? That was what someone brought up to me. But if he loses, this could have been a chance, so he may want to leave anyway. Um, and I, I think believe... he's gone no matter what. Okay, you think he's gone no matter what? Because he hasn't signed an extension. No, I, believe... I don't believe so. Oh, well, okay. So he has a current deal that runs through 2026. But that could be changed. That could be bought out by an NFL team. Uh, so that's something. To me, he's the biggest name. Also, Penix. Um, th- those are probably two of the biggest names that you could see in the NFL. Um, the only knock on panics, I believe, is his age. Yeah, oh, he's, he's had injury concerns. He's had uh, four of his six seasons. So he's played, this is his sixth season. The four seasons he had at Indiana all ended with injury. But okay. the last two years, he's been fully healthy. And when he is 100%, he looks very, very good. I would argue that part of the reason why he got hurt was the lack of offensive line help, and now at Washington he has that. So as long as he has a decent O-line, I think he's good. Kevin, you and I have seen his accuracy. Given the right coach, given the right wide receivers, given the right O-line, I I think he's amazing. And he's one of my favorite, not just people, but players in this class. Yeah, Uh, I'm very intrigued. To me, it's something to where, like, you know, the Broncos are dealing with quarterback issues. It, It just seems like Sean Payton would love Penix as his quarterback, just with the deep balls. Um, I, and I looked up Jaden Daniels' age, too. He's 23, same age as Penix. I'm not a huge Jaden Daniels fan, uh, but he is very good. He, I believe, he did win the Heisman. I believe Michael Penix is 24. Oh, okay. Google said 23. Oh, no, he yeah. is 23. He turns 24 before the draft, I think. Oh, the, got it, got it. When's his birthday? He, his birthday's May 8th. Oh, okay. Got it. Makes sense. It's about, wait, wait, wait. Is the draft in April? April, yes. Okay, so it's right after the draft he turned 24. So And to compare... Oh, Caleb Williams is 22. Okay, so they're around the same age. And Jane Daniels so yeah. just turned, like, 23. Okay. Pennings is almost a year older. He's like nine months... No, seven months older. Drake May is 21... Not, I'm not a huge Drake May fan. I don't. See He's it the at next all. Josh Allen. He has the arm talent. He has the rushing ability. He's big. We'll, we'll, we okay. need to leave this. We will do. We'll leave this. Okay. I, I'll just say this now in video, so we have it on record. I, I, you know how we did the positional rankings in the NBA. I think we're gonna do a something like that for the draft. We'll do a QB prospects we like, wide receiver, O line like defense, so we can kind of get a a scope of who the best players are at each position. That, that sounds good. I like that idea. That's a good tease for the future. 